Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and also, happy Global Running Day. Welcome to Episode 2 of the Run on Runner Podcast, a podcast about running and beer. I'm your host, Mr. Jones. This week, I've been preparing for an 81-mile ultramarathon, which got me to thinking about some different topics. Namely, motivation, why do we do it? Music, does music motivate you? Does it soothe you? Why do you listen to it? Or maybe why don't you listen to it? And also, race day rituals, which can be very interesting. Let's kick the discussion off with motivation. Motivation can come in many different forms. And it just doesn't apply to running. It applies to life itself. Motivation can be a desire to be better than what we are. To be better than our peers. Or just for new adventures. Basically, it's whatever floats your boat. Personally, my motivation is, number one, I like a challenge. Number two, I'm very, very very competitive. Number three, I'm just trying to get healthier. And number four, to prove motherfuckers wrong. Now, I've been told that sometimes my motivation is a little harsh and I should have a different outlook on things. I should be out there running for the fun of it. Well, I do when I'm with my friends. However, during race day or when I'm training, I have one thing on my mind and it's those four things. And I mean, I'm just going to be honest. It's embedded in me. I want to go out there and I want to crush my competition. And maybe that's not healthy in some people's eyes, but in mine, it is because I'm a former athlete and I just still had that urge to compete. And it's, This is going to sound crazy and stupid and oh so cliche, but it's that eye of the tiger. You just have that desire burning inside of you and nothing is going to stop you. And when you see your competition, it just makes you rise to the next level. And also, I've been told that It's not healthy to want to prove everybody wrong because everybody supports me. Well, I know that's not entirely true. Granted, there's more people out there than not to support me, but there's some that don't. And damn it, I like to prove people wrong because I'm an argumentative son of a bitch. A couple years ago, I remember a discussion with my coach where she said, you probably shouldn't do this. And in my mind, I turned it into, 
you said, I can't do this, so I'm going to go do this, and I'm going to prove you wrong. Well, I did go and do it, but I didn't prove it wrong. That's just the way motivation works sometimes. It's funny. And like I said, motivation just doesn't apply to running. It applies to basically everything in life. I mean, what motivates you to go to work? What motivates you to go get that next degree in your education? Motivation is just so widespread. Motivation basically guides our whole entire lives. And you can either embrace and accept what motivates you, or you can hide behind it. Personally, I embrace it. And for anybody out there who thinks, like I said, that my approach is harsh, well, that's too damn bad because this is my life and this is what it takes for me to get motivated and go out there and do absolutely crazy, stupid shit that not many people do. Perhaps if this podcast really does take off, I'll create a email account for it and maybe even a Facebook account and an Instagram account to tie everything in and maybe I can get your motivation. That'd be pretty cool, I think. So let's try to get this thing to take off. Now, moving on from motivation, let's go into music. Number one, I think I'm going to start with, do you listen to music or don't you listen to music? When I run alone, I listen to music. When I run 5Ks or 10Ks, I'll listen to music. Half marathons, I listen to music most of the time, but I'll kind of like here and there maybe talk to somebody. Same thing with a marathon too. Ultra marathons, it's a little bit different for me. Sometimes you just need to talk to some motherfucker because you're dying and you think you're the only one going through hell and you just need to know somebody else out there is suffering just as badly as you are. And trust me, that connection, even with a total stranger, it it just it invigorates you and it's awesome. Now, when I do listen to music, I listen to a lot of Eminem and angry music. I wonder why. Um, some people, though, they listen to the pop shit that I've ever heard. And by pop shit, I mean stuff that I have no clue how in the hell it gets them through a run. I mean, I just can't imagine Justin Bieber or Taylor Swift. And sorry, I know there's, I have friends that are Swifties. And I just, I mean, unless it's maybe bad blood, that's kind of angry. But like any of the other stuff, I just, I don't get it. But to each their own. We're all our own individuals. Now, a lot of races say they don't really want you to listen to music. And that's really often on trail races. Because trail races, sometimes it's single track. 
And you need to be constantly aware of your surroundings and if someone's coming behind you because you don't want to be that jag off that causes someone not to PR because you're sitting there lift, listening to Taylor Swift and just totally ignoring everything in the world, going your own merry pace. I jest about Taylor Swift. Anyways. Now... Personally, I think music can motivate you as well. I've been in races where I've been struggling and all of a sudden the perfect song comes on and I get fired up and I want to scream at the top of my lungs, which I have done, and run through walls, which I haven't done yet, but maybe someday. And it's just awesome. It's, it's an awesome feeling. To like, just feel like goosebumps and like, just get that fired up sensation and just want to go out there and crush it. And I guess there's a soothing part of music. I mean, I know some people who listen to podcasts while they run. Like I said, whatever floats your boat and takes your mind off all the abuse you're doing to your body. And I... Say that jokingly because I have people who say I'm not going to be able to walk in 20 years because my knees are going to be bad, blah, 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 blah. Guess what? My knees are already bad. They were bad before I started running because I used to be 380 freaking pounds. And guess what? That's too much weight to be carrying on my old ass knees. So maybe they're right. Maybe they're wrong. But I just had to get that off my chest. Anyways. Now, let's go on to a very interesting topic. Race day rituals. Now, race day rituals could basically mean anything. Maybe you eat the same breakfast every race day. Maybe you listen to the same song driving to the race over and over and over. Who knows? I mean, it could be basically anything. Now, at the urging of my nephew, who will be crewing me this weekend, he said I should talk about my race day rituals, which basically is kind of not what any other runner should do. Um... Several years, actually 10 years ago, because it's going to be my 10-year anniversary coming up. Uh, I was so nervous the night before my race, I couldn't sleep. So, I had a beer. Still wide awake. Had another beer. Still wide awake. Basically, I started pounding beers until I passed out. Woke up and ran and PR'd at that time what my fastest 5k was and then because I'm a very superstitious person I started doing it before every race and uh, well quite frankly it hasn't failed me yet I mean okay granted I did have one DNF but that had nothing to do with my night before it had more to do about lack of training but 
Funny story for you. A couple years ago, a runner that I absolutely look up to, Tony DeLuca, and he has a podcast as well. Um, we were back at the hotel before the uh, Burning River 50, 100 miler. And I had been at the restaurant beforehand, which had beer. And I basically was smacked the fuck up. I literally ate a shit ton of food there. And then I needed some Wendy's afterwards because I had that much alcohol in me. And he literally looks at my crew chief and he says to my crew chief, is he going to be okay? And my crew chief responds, crew chief isn't worried. You shouldn't be worried. And I mean, it's the truth because the next day I went out there and got a 50 mile PR on a much harder course than my previous 50 mile PR, which was my first 50 mile. And I don't encourage people to get smacked up the night before races, but hey, it, whatever it is, it's worked so far for me. And until I crash and burn terribly from it, I'm going to keep doing it. And, um, you know, even going back further about superstitions and rituals. When I was in high school and I played football, I literally had one of our team footballs that they were getting rid of because it leaked there. And I literally slept with that motherfucker before every night. Then, either walking to the high school to get ready for the game, or on the bus ride to the game, if it was an away game, I would listen to the Rocky Four soundtrack. Mind you, this was like 1991, 92. 1990 also. So, I mean, you know, it's not that far removed from Rocky Four. But kind of funny, I still listen to the Rocky Four soundtrack today in my playlist for running. And I'm glad my nephew got me to talk about this because it's actually quite funny how superstitious people can be. I mean, what are your superstitions? Do you have any superstitions or do you just go and just do what you do and you're like, oh, well, I'm done. Like I said, I'm superstitious. You should see me for Steelers games and Penguins games. It's kind of sad, actually. but And I recognize it probably has nothing to do with the outcome of the game. But it's just, I, for some reason, am so I have to do it. it it's embedded in me, and I, I have to. I cannot not do it. But... It is what it is. It's for me. It's not for everybody. Now, we've discussed motivation, music, and race day rituals. Let's go on to today's beer review. Unfortunately, it's not a porter or a stout, and I know there's some people out there who will be disappointed by that. However, though, it's a pretty damn good beer. It's the Exit 3 Blueberry Braggot Honey Ale 
brewed with blueberries. And I dare you to say that five times fast. Um, it's actually a really tasty beer. It has a taste of honey and then it goes into blueberry and it just, it is similar to Fathead's Bumbleberry, but not as good, if we're being honest. And also, Bumbleberry is maybe like 5.6%. This is a little bit heavier. It's 15%. Basically, if a light beer fucks you up, don't drink this beer. But if you like tasty beers that are higher in alcohol content, I highly recommend it. I mean, it's features, like I said, local brew. Yeah. Maybe I've had one too many. Local blueberries and honey and a limited amount of hops. Now, I don't think you can go wrong with this if you have a higher alcohol tolerance. It's really good. Highly recommend it. And it comes in four pack of bottles. Available in most craft beer distributors. Now, there's something personal I want to touch upon heading into this weekend's race. A couple years ago, I was injured and I couldn't train the way I wanted to and I had gained weight and I had had a fiasco of a 100K ultramarathon. The only reason why I finished was because, number one, I'm a stubborn individual. I mean, quite honestly, the people who were working in the medical tent said I probably should have quit at 35 miles, but no, 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 no. Not me. I'm too stubborn for that. And I just, it, it deteriorated from there. With surgery and not being able to be active, I managed to gain a whole lot of the weight that I had lost back. And then COVID hit and everything went to hell. But honestly, COVID kind of was a kick in the butt for me. Because it gave me the chance to train alone. And by train alone, I mean... I was able to be angry, listen to music, and just torture myself. And it's been a long time that I have felt this good as a runner. And, you know, I wanted to go the whole route of LL Cool J, don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. You know, all that shit. But, you know what? It is a comeback. And when you say comeback, a lot of people look at the end result as that's the comeback. But, no, that isn't the comeback. That's just the end result of the comeback. 
I have been coming back now since late last year. Which got interrupted by, guess what, another goddamn surgery. And the work I've put in and everything I've done to get where I am heading into this race weekend, I'm pretty goddamn proud. Because I've worked my ass off. Literally. I have a much smaller ass now. My pants say so. And if there's anybody out there right now who's struggling, and I know a lot of my friends are struggling, and I'm not going to give you any of this, if I can do it, you can do it, bullshit. You need to, if you want to be someplace else from where you're at, then you need to find what motivates you. For me, what motivated me was, once again, being competitive and seeing my friends, and especially my BRF, best running friend, completely demolish me back in 2019. It was very hard for someone who is as proud as I am to stomach. But if we're being honest, at the time, I just wasn't giving 100%. And a lot of it could have been the injury. But also, and this is a danger with anything, I got cocky. Back in 2018, I was, actually 2017 into 2018, I was killing it. I literally had race directors calling me a legend. And you know what? That shit went straight to my head. And I got this feeling of invincibility in me that I could go out there and I could have surgery and run 50 miles seven weeks later and do it. And I was great and everything else. Well, you know what? In the end, what I actually got was a little bit of humble pie. And sometimes we need that shit too. Because sometimes we just get a little bit too cocky and full of ourselves. And that's what happened to me. And I'm just glad to be almost back to where I was. This is an argument my coach and I have daily. Because she thinks that I'm back and I'm like, no, I'm not back because I can't do the things I did before. But yet there's some things that I couldn't do before that I can do now. So I guess heading into this weekend will actually determine if I am back. And yes, there's things that can happen. I mean, an injury could happen, crazy shit like thunderstorm, even though it's not supposed to. But just crazy shit can happen that can derail any run. Blisters, chafing, stepping dog poo. I've actually done that at a race. But th this weekend is going to determine whether I'm really back or not. But for all those that have supported me and had faith in me 
to get back here. I truly, truly appreciate all your support. And Saturday is obviously about crushing the competition, proving everybody wrong, and blah, 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 blah. But it's also about me just going out there and proving something to myself. Now, if anybody has any suggestions about further episodes of the podcast, or if anybody out there that hears this would like to be a guest, please just, if you're on Facebook Messenger and you're a friend with me, message me because my Facebook account is not active right now. Or you can email me at runonrunner22 at gmail.com. And one final thing before I go. Thank you to the 10 people, at least on Spotify, that have listened to this podcast. I truly appreciate you listening to me talk for about a half an hour. It's actually quite awesome. Now, go out there, crush your goals, you do you, and have a great week.